Mike Tomlin tends to be pretty smooth with how he conducts himself in public, with the image that he puts out, but he doesn't have a poker face to save his life. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer year-round daily shots of Penguins and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. The Steelers will be back to a full practice mode today. They did have a practice Monday, mostly just to get the cobwebs out from the bye week. But it'll be full bore today in advance of the game Sunday against the Saints at Akershire Stadium. And I'm willing to bet that Tomlin's not at all secret favorite new guy is going to have a bigger role than a lot of people might expect. That being Jalen Warren ahead of Najee Harris to a degree. Let's put it this way. Najee's going to be the starter. Najee arguably should be the starter. You invest a first-round pick in a running back, you'd better get something more out of him than to get beat out the following season by an undrafted free agent, with all due respect to all undrafted free agents. But the numbers, they might lie a little bit. They might lie on occasion, but they're probably not lying here. Najee through eight games, has 361 yards on 108 attempts. If that sounds like a lousy average, it is. It's 3.3 yards per carry. One touchdown. Warren has 153 yards on 29 attempts for a 5.3 average. No touchdowns for him yet. But the difference is only two full bleeping yards per carry. Now, the reason that I said the stats might lie to an extent is that they might. If you go back, and this is a thing I've heard from the inside uh, on occasion when they get a little bit cynical about Warren, if you go back and look at his attempts, you'll see that a lot of them are uh, second and super long after one of the many penalties that the Steelers offense tends to take. Uh, They're third down draw plays that should be big gains. They're not lining up against, you know, eight or nine men in a box. But he's been the better running back. And I don't think anyone can dispute that at this point. And you know what? Maybe for the first time yesterday at his press conference, Tomlin didn't. Listen to how he spoke. Listen to the intonation. When he was asked point blank if Warren could become the Steelers' feature back, you know he's a quality back that's made some plays. Um, we'll keep giving him an opportunity to do so, and maybe he'll write that script. I didn't hear a no in there, did you? Mm-mm. No. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance—that's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. So the poker face that I referenced at the top today, that's when Tomlin really, really, really likes somebody. Now understand, please, that there are few humans on this planet that Tomlin likes more than Najee. 
So this isn't about playing favorites over one or the other, but that doesn't preclude him from liking someone else as well. You know, he's a head coach of 53 guys. He's open to like a lot of guys. And he has been effusive in his praise of Warren going back to the earliest days at Latrobe. Made it very clear that his undrafted free agent status was not going to keep him from getting a real chance to be at least the Steelers' backup running back behind Najee. But, you know, here we are. We're halfway into the season. And the numbers are what they are. The eyes are telling you what the eyes are telling you. And no, Tomlin doesn't have that poker face. But what he is open to doing, and he does this as much as any coach slash manager I've ever covered in any sport, he'll play games. He'll play games with guys. Have you, asking you this now, have you noticed a trend that when Warren comes into the game, whether it's just for a third down or whether it's for a series and he gets one of those nice runs off, how the very next carry goes to Najee and he gets one too? You can read into that whatever you want. There's all kinds of intangible fun to be had with the concept. But at the same time, if it lights some kind of fire under Najee, not only to run harder, not only to show more urgency in locating the holes, but also to hit those holes in a forward-going manner, then Warren serves yet another purpose. Then it's a really no-lose proposition for Tomlin to get Warren more involved. Because if Warren's out there and he gets you, I don't know, 50, 60 yards in a game, but now you're able to get Najee up from, I mean, what's he usually end up with, 30 or 40 max? But you get him up to 50 or 60? Now you as an offense, just like that, have had yourself a pretty nice running game for the day. And maybe that's all you want out of it. Maybe, ideally, you get a first-round back to start performing like a first-round back. No, I'm not being ignorant here. I'm not omitting the offensive line and its shortcomings. I'm definitely not ever in the business of omitting Matt Canada and his many shortcomings. There's a lot of different factors in this. But the running backs, plural, are factors as well. And it's high time to start pushing not just one, but both. When we come back, J1Q. The one, the only, the premier destination in Pittsburgh for craft beer. More than 500 craft beers available, more than 350 of those local, and more than 80 of those on tap. Mike's can't be topped, not for beer, not for the awesome 
kitchen and menu that's available, not for all the special events that are going on there. Check them out online at mikesbeerbar.com. Mike's Beer Bar, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's J1Q comes from Ben Christian, who asks, What is wrong with the entire team just reestablishing its identity and getting into a three-point stance and pounding the football? It's a mentality. Yes, Ben, it's a mentality. You sound like a football guy. I'm not about to argue that point. It's absolutely a mentality. Everyone who's ever played football at any level will tell you that the running game is a mentality. However, it is also a physicality, and you have to have people to push other people off the football when it comes to this brand that you're espousing. You have to have uh, not just the mindset that we're going to get through these guys, that we're just going to line up and bury them. You have to have the capability to do it. Otherwise... No, look, here's the funny thing about the running game. One of the things that I heard a lot early on in Najee's tenure with the Steelers, obviously going back to the first half or so of last season, was that you just need to ride him. You need to run him out there. You need to, you know, set up a first half where you just pound the other team and then go out there after they've been softened up in the second half and you'll find all kinds of holes and reluctant defenders and everything else. And guess what? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. A lot of people blamed Ben. A lot of others blamed Canada. A ton of others blamed the line. Nobody looked at Najee. Nobody looked at Najee. This year, that tune's kind of changed because you've seen times where the O-line has looked competent. Not a ton, but you've seen times. Uh, You haven't seen any competence out of Canada. That hasn't changed, but, you know, holes are holes, and running backs are supposed to sometimes make their own holes or, you know, pound the first guy backward and then create their own grass, you know, and then go after it. Well, for anybody who wanted to establish that mentality going into the 2022 season, I will humbly counter that you can't have it both ways, meaning you can't say you got to set up this mindset. You've got to just pound them and pound them. And at the same time, and all of us do this, complain that first down and second down are nothing. And then they put your rookie quarterback into a bind because he's facing third and seven, third and eight, pretty much every time out. And you know what happens after that. Presley Harvin comes on. So which is it? Which is it that everyone wants here? To pound the football relentlessly? Because that's going to have to happen on either first down or second down or both. And it's going to look the way it's looked. I'm all in favor of emphasizing a running game. I'm all in favor of it, even if it's just purely from the standpoint of offering Kenny Pickett as many options as possible, as much diversity to his offense as possible so that he can be as successful as possible. But just lining up and saying, boom, boom, and every time, too, behind right guard as if James Daniels is clearing some sort of freeway. It's so predictable, and it so goes nowhere. And I, I just don't, 
I like what you're saying from the mentality standpoint. I really do. I think it's a fair position to take, Ben. I just don't don't think it's feasible with this group at this time. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. 